Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm Aubrey, registered dietitian. And I'm Casey, a personal trainer. And together, we're here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hi, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Joyful Health Show. Today, Casey and I are talking about regulating our emotions and dealing with those and how that has to do with our body image and has a lot to do with our body image, I think you'll see. Um, But this is sort of a topic that I know Casey is really passionate about and I hear her share some really great things. I've learned a lot from her. So I want to just start by having Casey unravel this phrase um, that we hear all the time, like you are not your emotions or uh, your feelings are not factory, you know, you're more than your emotions. However, we've heard it said, can you talk Mm -hmm. about that Casey? And then just kind of talk about your personal experience with that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny that I am vying for our emotions. I'm like, yeah, team emotions, because I'm such a rational person and I live in my head and it's like, well, if you explain something to me and it doesn't make sense, then I'm not going to receive it. (laughs) So, so, but I've learned. And I think also because I grew up thinking that there's only one kind of intelligence and much later in life, I learned there's a thing called emotional intelligence. And it was like, what, what is that? Why has no one told me about that? I feel like I am a beginner and I don't like that. I like, I want to be an expert in this. How do I do that? <laughs> so part of it was prideful, but part of it also was so necessary because uh, there's a lot of like when, when I would feel an emotion, I wouldn't put a name to it until much later. And, and then it would kind of swirl around and, and I feel like I'm, I'm picturing a snowball, <laughs> like it would it wouldn't go away. It would just keep picking up other things um, in life, and then it would keep rolling and rolling and rolling. And as I lived these lived experiences, like because that emotion wasn't processed and dealt with, um, it just became kind of like this big enormous um, snowball that was felt overwhelming. And so sometimes it would come out, and some it would feel overwhelming because I didn't even know where to start at that point. Um, and then, so Aubrey's, um, I go through this story in our body blessings course. And I also interview Aubrey's husband, who is a chiropractor. And he also kind of opened my eyes to the connection between um, how our body stores emotions when we don't process them. It was the craziest thing. And it was like, I had this emotion stored in my hip and I kid you not, when we released it through this process, which y'all will have to go by the course and watch this video when I when we tell this story. And my leg was 70 like 70 percent stronger immediately after releasing and processing this emotion and replacing it um, with this stronger emotion. Um, and so, that, um, I, I can't unlearn that. I can't disbelieve that. And that's kind of my solid footing, um, when it comes to emotions, but also being able to, um, and we we talked about this too, of like, Hey, when you look in the mirror and you think, Oh, 
what is that feeling? You know, like, can we put words to that? Can we put words to, um, you know, like, instead of just feeling bad, what does that really mean? Are we feeling stressed? Um, are we feeling tired? Like we're exhausted of trying to fix our body. Are we feeling stressed because we we've done so much and it's not working? Um, are we just too busy, but we feel like we need to take care of ourselves? Um, you know, like all of these emotions are very specific. And if we don't get a chance to name them, then we really can't find healing. And so, um, I have started printing off Well, I didn't just start. I printed off this feel wheel that goes in our kitchen now. And so, um, my kids get to look at it. And so occasionally at dinner time, I'll put it up, pull it off of our little banner and I'll say, okay, what is everyone feeling? Like point to your, like they point to the face and then my eight-year-old now can read out the specific emotion that's tied to it. And my four-year-old will just like point to like this mad one. But oftentimes when we, when it's like they point to like the mad or sad, um, it, that feeling, I can see it in their face. Like I can see it start to evaporate because they've pinpointed that and they've acknowledged that feeling. And it's like, oh, okay, well, what's making you feel mad? Um, and even getting to change the language of, instead of saying I am mad or I am sad of like, I'm having feelings <laughs> like, or I am feeling this, um, because then it separates it from my, from our identity of like, okay, this isn't just, this isn't me. This is an emotion and it's a messenger. And it tells me, it gives me information about my circumstance. So that was a really long story and we can, <laughs> we can keep going through this, but Aubrey, do you have any like specific, um, stories of, of your relationship with emotion and when it comes to your body. Yeah. Well, I love that you brought that whole um, process up first. I'll just say, cause that's kind of what we're dealing with when we're talking about emotion in, co- in the context of, especially like body image. Um, well, a lot of times we'll be like, I feel fat or I feel like, and fat is not really a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. But that's just the language that we have for it in our culture. That's like a, you know, pretty focused on um, body size, or we might be like, I feel disgusted or I feel gross. So like those are other, those are other ways I hear people communicate that when they're unhappy in their bodies. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of times like we're so quick and this was me, this is a part of my story too. I used to be so quick to just, okay, the, you know, I'm feeling this like uncomfortable emotion whatever it is, I haven't named it, right? I haven't said, I I haven't dug deeper, but it must be, it must be related to my body. And it must mean, the solution must be to change my body um, mm-hmm. or to do something like jump quickly to a new diet. Or um, a lot of times, like I would like just have this feeling of um, it being a victim, like being a victim of, whatever feeling that I had. Um, Mm. and so it wasn't ever really productive. And I also think for me, I am a people pleaser. I guess I could say I have been a people pleaser trying not to be as much, but I'm pretty like sensitive to other people's emotions. And I think some of like many of the fights that my husband and I have gotten is just been when like, I've seen him like sigh or roll his eyes Mm. or basically express like, annoyance or some negative emotion and he didn't even you know say anything mean to me 
But just taking that in automatically is like, oh, he's having a negative emotion or an uncomfortable emotion. And now I have to have that uncomfortable emotion. And like, this means this thing, you know, like, again, this means I'm bad, or this means whatever belief just like automatically comes in and sort of skipping that whole um, process of being a detective, like, okay, do I have any underlying feelings here? Like feelings I can name, I feel anxious. Is there something else going on? Um, Or is there a belief that is, that I'm holding that's like, resulting in me feeling this emotion every single time he's um rolling his eyes or unhappy and what I found is there often is and with body image work you know I would take that moment of like I feel fat or I feel gross in this outfit it doesn't fit or even though it would be like a day after I wore it and felt great in it (laughs) so it wasn't even always that the clothes didn't fit it would be oh And then I, is there something else going on? And a lot of times I would say, well, I got in a fight with my mom on the phone or I might, you know, I haven't got any sleep. I'm really frustrated at what's going on with my child or I'm feeling a little bit rejected by um, this friendship that I thought was, you know, in a different place. And Mm -hmm. I would find that there was a lot of times something else going on. Um, and that any sort of negative or uncomfortable emotion, I should say, I had was just cropping up as um, body shame mm-hmm. because that was just the the thing that I struggled with. Um, and it can it can go to all different things. Like it can struggle with like, or you can, you know, maybe you don't always blame your body. Maybe you shift to blaming a person or a circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that we can get in these patterns and not even recognize um, or realize that that it might be something else. It might be an emotion. And like what Casey said, emotions are messengers. They're just, they're not the bad guys. Um, They're telling us something is amiss, whether that's a belief we have, a relationship that's on the rocks, or even a physical need that's not being met. Mm-hmm. Um, they can, they're just trying to communicate that. And so I think it's important that we figure out how to, um, feel those emotions. And I know we were talking about like, we don't, a big game changer for me and Casey already said it is not saying I am mad or I am sad or I am frustrated. Um, I've really been trying to do this with my kids too, is teach them to say, I feel frustrated mm-hmm. or I feel mad um and separate it from our identity mm-hmm. but can, i know you were talking about like the feel heal um process i can't remember what the next one. deal feel heal the deal process deal. <laughs> thank you they rhyme so can you talk about what maybe that looks like especially in um when we're having that that thought of like i feel gross or i feel mm-hmm. fat or you know how do we move on from that Yeah. Um, I do have to give credit to um, the therapist, Tiffany Rowe. She has popularized that phrase as far as I know, um, the feel, heal, deal. And it is helpful um, because if we avoid that emotion because it's, it's messy and it's negative, it's like, well, it's still there. And so it's going to go somewhere. Um, And so being able to, um, sometimes we can Feeling it can also just mean letting it pass. Um, Dr. Caroline Leaf is 
a, um, she's a neurologist. I don't remember her exact title, but she talks about how those emotions get released and there's 90 seconds where, um, they are active in your brain. And so be like before they are, before there's that reuptake. Um, and so sometimes it just means getting to pause, um, in that moment of emotional burst. And so our, our brain also works with the law of competing demands. And so if we have all of these uh, triggers for this emotion, then that is kind of where we'll, we will be operating from. But um, we know that scripture encourages us to let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. And letting peace rule um, is really like the final word of like, okay, yeah, these, these emotions are messengers, um, but they're not rulers. And so being able to simply notice them of like, okay, uh, and that is why we do the work too of scripture memorization, of hiding that truth in our heart of, okay, I'm, I'm not this, but who am I in Christ? And we also have a lot of really helpful resources for y'all. And like, how do I identify my feelings? What does this mean for who I am? Who is God? Does he have feelings? Like, um, we tie all those resources together in our body blessings course as well, because this takes work and I'm still absolutely working on it. Um, and so, and so it's one of those, I think a, a big emotion that comes up for us with body image is grief. And I was telling Aubrey this too, like body image with Brie, she has a lot of great resources on this as well, but body grief being, um, the distressed, the distress caused by the perceived loss accompanied with the body changes and often changes out of our control. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if we can recognize some of those feelings of, instead of just feeling shame, because shame, you know, makes us want to run away and we can't run away with our bodies. We're like from our bodies. And so that can be a very stressful place to live. Um, and I think of, you know, Adam and Eve and they ran away from God as well. And so, but the Bible also talks about different kinds of sorrow and an emotion is valid. That's why we have the book of Psalms. You can see David writing in there of like, he's praising God. And then he's like, and also destroy my enemies. Like you can see the wide range of emotions in the book of Psalms if you open it up. So it's like, okay, this is in the Bible. This is valid. Like, <laughs> we we can bring our emotions to God. Um, and like the difference between worldly sorrow versus godly sorrow, that's 2 Corinthians 7 verse 10. Um, it says, for godly grief produces a repentance, that's turning, changing our mind and turning to God that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. And so, you know, it's like when we have those emotions, we can... Um, take them to the Lord or or take them inward. Um, and taking them to the Lord, uh, I also love that phrase, without regret. And I think of regret as like holding on to emotions and it's weighing us down and, and we get heavier and heavier when when we don't, we're not, we're not like safe to process those. Um, and I also think of too, if y'all can recall like this, the differing stories of Judas and Peter, like Peter also sinned. He um, denied the Lord three times, and then when the rooster crowed, and he went away and he wept. Um, and then 
when Jesus came, he, I mean, he, he went to Jesus in his repentance, whereas Judas did not. Um, and so, you know, uh, <laughs> so we like the Lord encourages us to encourages us to take those emotions to Him. Like we don't have to feel shame over feeling like bad in our bodies or feeling sad that our body that we have gained weight or that we've lost an ability. Um, none of those things give us ground to be shameful over um, with God because that's not how He's seeing us. He he is looking at our heart. And so um, if we can open our hands with those emotions with him, then that can really, you know, heal that relationship. So feeling it, um, being able to heal it with the Lord and then, and then dealing with it. So Aubrey, you kind of talked about this too, of like our emotions sometimes are just uh, tightly connected with our body sensations too. So how can, um, an emotion of feeling bad in our body, how, how can that be connected to like a physical need? Yeah. Um, I know that sometimes, and I think we actually talked about this on the last episode. I know that sometimes even just anxiety can be, um, a driver and anxiety can often be driven by just not having met our physical needs, whether that means like we didn't get enough sleep or, um, we need more, the certain nutrient or we need just more of all of the nutrients we're underfed um, Mm -hmm. or we, we haven't moved our body in a way that's kind of released some of that anxiety or we need to be outside in nature. There really are a lot of, you know, because there are a lot of physical needs that can contribute to um, hormonal fluctuations, which can contribute to um, a feeling of anxiety or stress in our body. Um, and that can, you know, of course, drive if if our if our body image is what we tend to blame or we tend to go to, that can drive more um, body image distress as well. So, yeah, there there are physical needs that we might need to. That's a very easy place I think to start. Like it can feel really safe when you're when you're feeling anxious to just instead of like going super deep right away, you can just ask, okay. Have I fed myself well today? Have mm-hmm. did I get enough sleep? Um, am I just like you know? I know the other weekend, my husband had a um, like a race event that he was gone. So he was gone all week for work, and then he was gone all weekend. And I like powered through the weekend with all the kids, and then I got to like Monday, and he had to go back to work, you know, on Monday. And it was like Monday evening, and I was just so so like stressed about the tiniest mm-hmm. things like triggered by the most ridiculous things like you know from my kids yeah. and I just realized I had just hit a wall um, and so and you know you can't always control that I love that you um had kind of talked about in our notes Casey that you can't always control the emotions that you feel physical sensations. I don't even want to say always, like you can rarely control the emotions you feel or ever, yeah. right. Um, or the physical sensations that you feel in your body. Um, but that's not what self-control is, mm-hmm. um, from a biblical standpoint. So will you talk a little bit about, um, what spirit led self-control is? Yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah. And it's like, 
I think that in itself is so freeing of like, you don't have to control your emotions. You're supposed to feel them. Like that's their purpose. (laughs) Um, and you know, and like, we think with not just with ourselves, but with our kids. And it's like, they are, if they are complaining and whining and it's like, that can make me angry as a parent, but it's like, okay, if they're misbehaving, they're missing something. And then I go through a list of like, have have they napped, you know, or like, have they slept enough? And so I go through their list of physical needs because part of listening to our body is not just like, oh, my stomach feels, uh, like tense. Like, uh, it's starting to feel hungry, you know, like it's not just physical sensations, but emotions are those, are those messengers that says like, I am missing something like you were missing probably sleep and like relaxation (laughs) to be able to unwind. And so I think we can blame our, we can blame our emotions and be like, ah, I'm just so mad at myself. I was so stressed. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe we just need, maybe we just need something and we're humans, you know, and we have needs and to deny those needs once again, is to, is to deny that we are daughters and, and God, loves to provide for us. And so emotions are just like one way to connect with him. Um, and so, yeah. So like a lot of times when I'm, if I'm angry or if I'm lashing out, um, it's like, ah, I'm not self-controlled. And then I like buckle down, but really self-control, um, is to surrender our works to the will of Christ. And a few verses that go along with that are like Romans 6, 6. Our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. So that's once again, like, you know, emotions aren't ruling over us now. Um, We are under grace. And so um, our old self has been crucified with Christ, Galatians 2, 20. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so being able to like, once again, surrender that emotion to him as well. Um, and that's what we want with our kids too. It's like we, I want to be that safe place where they can come and, and they can bring all of their emotions. It's like if, <laughs> and if they've ever gone for a week with the grandparents and they, and I see them for the first time, they like break down and they're crying and whining and the grandparents are like, well, they're so good. They're so good with me. And it's like, I'm so glad, you know, and I'm also glad that I can be a safe space for them to let out all of the emotions and I will not love them any less, you know, and for, for them, you know, coming to me with, <laughs> with the tears and, and crying. And, um, and so I think, you know, God wants to be that safe space for us to, um, and I don't know if we're going to be able to, to talk about this as well, but like, it's really interesting to me that each memory is stored in our brains with an emotion. And so sometimes when we feel that emotion, um, we're like, why am I <laughs> like, it can go deeper because you're like, why am I feeling this thing from what happened 10 years ago? And it's like, well, you know, that that memory was stored with an emotion. And so when that emotion comes up, that memory can also come up with it. And so, um, so that's why body image work too is so multifaceted. It's not just about our bodies. It's what the meaning that is stored, the story that we are believing. Um, and then yeah, also it can be really surface level of like, Hey, I'm feeling super nervous. Oh, actually I just need to go to the bathroom. I mean, (laughs) 
<laughs> like we can confuse these different like sensations. And two, a part of that's like brain structure of like, hey, when you experience a sensation, um, like uh, the, you know, if, if I touch my other hand and then that nerve like travels up my arm, like that sensation, that message up my brain. And it goes first through like the brain stem, which is just like functions. And then it goes through your limbic system part of your brain, which is the emotions. And then finally it reaches the upper part of your brain where you can rationally process. Um, and so oftentimes we, um, we feel the emotion before we can think and process it, which, which is why it's important to like feel it and allow yourself to process it. Um, okay. So, (laughs) so I think I'm like, what is the original question that Aubrey asked me? But, um, Aubrey, is there any other, um, what, like we created this body image or this body blessings journal also to help process some of those emotions as like a part of listening to your body when it comes to, um, nourishing ourselves for health and wellness in a relationship with the Lord. So what is the section like in the journal that can help others do this? And if you have, um, a, like a personal, or if you have anything else to add to that as well of how like some practical takeaways for regulating our emotions and our body image. Sure. Yeah, sure. I, um, first I think (laughs) the whole journal, but I just to sum (laughs) up, I'm like summing up what I'm even like taking from this conversation. Right. Um, Mm. is that, you know, we're first, we're feeling the emotion. Like you talked about with the 90 seconds, like the intensity of that emotion is going to pass. Um, Mm. And we're just feeling that we may not even be able to assign meaning to it as far as like, where did this come from Mm -hmm. right away? Right. Um, We're feeling it in our physical body and um, those sensations that we might have in our stomach or in our chest or um, wherever. And then we are asking those questions, um, looking at the physical needs that we might have. Have we been meeting those? And that we have plenty of space for that in the journal. Mm -hmm. Um, on our like intuitive health tracking pages. And then we're also um, taking those needs, you know, if it's not just purely physical, and a lot of times it's both, right? It's a physical need um, or a health need. And it's also a heart need. And Mm -hmm. if it's a heart need, we're taking those things to the Lord in prayer. We're laying down our requests. We have a whole page called present your requests and then receive your response. And we're listening for his response because if our desire is to be self-controlled in our reaction to our emotions, then really we do need to feel them and bring them to the Lord first. Mm -hmm. If we don't, that's, that's truly, at least for me, when, um, I'm not able to act in line with God's, what I know is God's will mm-hmm. um, for me and, and how I treat people or how I respond to emotions is when I just skip over them, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and, and don't bring it to the Lord or don't feel for some reason have believed like that it's not acceptable to bring these things to the Lord. But I've heard this phrase over and over again when, when people are sharing like their stories of really hard moments with God or it's like the Lord can take it, like he can take your anger 
um, directed at him. He can Mm -hmm. take like your lament, your sadness, your, he knows already and it's nothing new. And again, he wants you to bring it to him. And even when like our earthly parents or us as earthly parents fail Mm -hmm. to take our kids really strong emotions, because we are flawed, right? And maybe we haven't learned to emotionally regulate ourselves super well. And so, yeah, we can respond to our kids wrongly, or we we have been responded to wrongly, maybe by our own parents. Mm-hmm. Um, God is like the perfect father and he can take it and he wants us to take it to him. And so that's what we hope you can do through just the journaling exercise. And then from there, we help people move on to um, praise. So we're giving God our emotions. We're not just stuffing them, right? We're letting him speak to those things. And we're also in the same breath or the next breath, praising him um, for genuine things, right? About our body, mm-hmm. about what he's done for us um, and writing those things down. So, and letting that sense of Thanksgiving wash over us. So it's not Thanksgiving instead of lament, it's lament and Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I think is an important thing to point out. And then finally, um, we're going into tracking our, phys- like how we're caring for ourselves physically, um, through food, through movement, through self-care. And then the final page, which is really what I would, if I had to answer your question, you know, five minutes later, <laughs> I think that final page where we talk about reflecting and responding um, on on this lament, Thanksgiving, physical tracking process we've done through the journal is where we can really start to see, oh, okay, these were the needs that I had. Mm-hmm. Um these emotions kind of signal these needs. And when I need that, here is how I can um, partner with the Lord to meet that need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, that's that's what I would say is that is that final page. But hopefully just looking at that process, you guys can see how really we're just, we're slowing everything down. Mm-hmm. We're trying to break it apart and put a pause in there so that we don't return to a destructive cycle of hating our body or um, Mm -hmm. punishing ourselves with, uh, whether it's through neglect or through, um, you know, hyper control of all of our health habits. That's sort of our, our aim, I would say. Do you have anything to add to that, Casey? Yeah. And I was thinking too, with some of this work, it can go deeper, deeper. And when it feels like too uncomfortable to process on your own. Like we absolutely recommend meeting with a trained professional, um, to be able to tease some of these things out and thinking about, um, like emotions many times, you know, they are expression. And so we can express happiness and we can express sorrow and, you know, they often point to something that we need, even when we're happy, it's like, I need to share this. (laughs) And so that's my need when I'm happy. It's like, if I love something, I need to share this thing and it radiates outwards. Or, or if I'm, um, if I'm feeling, uh, tired, okay. I need probably to sleep. Um, and in all of those things, the Lord is our provider and he meets every single one of our needs. So that is why we don't have to be scared of our emotions. Um, we don't even have to understand them, but we can feel them. We can let the Lord heal them. And then 
we can deal with them with Christ in us. Um, and so the scripture that really speaks to safety of being fully known, fully loved is continuing with Psalm 139, the search me, oh God, like we are allowing God to search us. And that um, can be a scary thing, but it's not because, you know, he sees all of us and loves us. So it says, search me, oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. So we're inviting God to search us, to know our hearts, and then to lead us. Um, so you're not alone in this. <laughs> um, and we want to walk with you in this too. So that's why we have these resources and most of them um, are, are oriented around groups. And so that we can have this discussion together. Um, so yeah, I think that's about it. Is there anything else, Aubrey, that we could leave the listeners with? And, and would you pray for us as well? Yeah, no, I think, um, I think you summed it up super well and, and gave that, um, encouragement that we need to reach out sometimes we need to reach mm-hmm. out many, many times, <laughs> many times we need to reach out. We almost always need to reach out to God. And many times we need to reach out to community mm-hmm. um, or to a friend or a trusted counselor for support in this process. So we just want to, yeah, pray for you guys as you embark on this journey. And um, we hope that this episode will bless you. Mm-hmm. Right. Father God, we just thank you so much for everyone who is listening or who will listen to this podcast. We ask that you would just reveal um, yourself to them, that you would show yourself to be the loving um, father who is always there to hear, always there to comfort. Um, You weep when we weep. Mm -hmm. Um, You are you are right there in it with us. You shout for joy when we shout for joy. Mm-hmm. You laugh when we laugh, Lord. You are in there with us and you know how to um, experience emotions because you came as a human being and you are an emotional God. We ask that you would just give us wisdom in this process, Lord. Bring the people into our lives that we might need to process these things with and help us to move away from any automatic responses towards our body that are not um, in line with your love for us. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, until next time, may you rest in God's grace and follow his joy. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. A very special thank you to all our podcast guests, along with Dwayne Goldbeck for podcast editing and Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. <laughs>